0: Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay. With me this week, we got Austin. Whoop. And Brian. Howdy. All right, guys. We had a big week. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, a week has I occurred. think, the Yet again. You know, biggest story, of course, being the Game Awards. So we'll save uh, that goodness for last. Um, before we go any further of course get the chance head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games check out all the top news and video game stuff over there stuff over there that we're not even talking about here uh, like Valkyrie Entertainment joining the Playstation family which is pretty cool so uh, chat with us on the daily over there follow us on twitter uh, at mammoth games so you know when we go live and do junk just like this Um, if you didn't know we also have a monthly show talking about all your upcoming games uh, and freebies that you're getting. One of the things that we usually talk about over there is the uh, Epic Game Store. They give away free games every single week. Right now you can get Godfall Challenger Edition, which is also on PlayStation Plus, and Prison Architect. That's going to be available until December 16th. After that, we get a mystery game. You guys ready for the mystery game? Uh, Oh, I'm
1: I'm ready. Do you think they're going to start doing the... uh... You know, the thing where they um, start giving away, like, multiple games for the holidays. So, I think this is going to be that, yeah. yeah. And they'll, they'll just give out a new game, like, every couple days after that, probably. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what they typically um, do. Hey, now that... It's I usually a...
0: about 15 days of that, right?
1: 15, yeah. So, actually, yeah, that's that's that start right? date about lines up for the rest of the year, right? Yeah, they'll take it all in the way, a couple yeah. days here, and... Yeah.
2: Now that I finally have a PC that's actually capable of gaming... I can actually partake in this for once. How's that been going? Um, I know we just had Halo Infinite come out and a
0: bunch of other things. Have you played Halo Infinite on PC yet?
2: Yeah, I was doing that this... Yeah, um, I was doing that this morning and it's working great on there. Just the only weird thing was uh, trying to figure out the headset issues that i was encountering where only part of the audio was playing through if i had the headset going but if i had speakers going so i'm sure this there's some setting that i'm probably not selecting right that's probably causing that otherwise it's been great i
0: mean i i haven't i haven't tried that i and and i know if i did it would be something like like halo um but playing the campaign uh does everything transfer back and forth
2: yeah, um, it takes advantage of um, the, like the cloud, cloud services. Yeah, so perfect, perfect. The yeah,
0: there all was
2: there was one weird instance though where this morning when I was transferring uh, from the Xbox over to the laptop, it transferred over my location and like where I was at in the world and everything up to it, but my weapon loadout was still from a previous save, and that was kind of odd. But I'm sure there are just yeah. these little bugs that they'll tweak out here yeah. or and get that taken care of in some point. Sure. Well, cool, cool.
0: Um, we have some other cool things to talk about. One of the things the first thing actually, that we'll talk about um, was discussed a little more in detail at the game Awards. Um, but some really cool stuff that's right up our alley. Uh, so right now,
1: I think is it only available on PlayStation? Or is
0: it available elsewhere as well?
1: Anyone uh, got confirmation of that? I only saw it on PlayStation. I was looking at both recently. Let me
2: check. For the out. Matrix Awakens thing? Well, the it's the also Awakens.
1: on uh, Epic, yeah. right? It's got to be. Oh, yeah, Epic. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be on Epic as well.
2: Um, yeah, right? but, I'm pretty but, certain uh, it was on Xbox Series X because I think I saw some really? people playing that. I mean, Perfect. I could be completely mistaken. It's entirely likely, but I'll take a quick look.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, while you guys look that up, uh, I'll just discuss a little bit about it. Um, I know Brian, you had a chance to play it. I haven't had the chance yet, but uh, I, I read through some of the things that, um, that that it takes advantage of. This is using um, Unreal Engine Five, which is um, available uh, to developers. It's available to, in small part, to the smaller scale developers as well. They're getting to use to make this. Um, Probably a little more beefed up version of this, of the Unreal 5. Um, but it does some pretty, pretty cool things. Um, just looking at some of the numbers here, um, it's an, Unre- well, just talking about what it is originally, um, is an Unreal 5 uh, experience designed to take full advantage of the PlayStation 5 um, and. Other technologies, um, including the super fast. This is Sony kind of uh, jerking themselves off a little bit, but super fast no. SSD, CPU, GPU, alongside console ray tracing. Um, they built a 16-kilometer square open-world city comprised of 7,000 buildings made up of thousands of modular, uh, made up of thousand, mod, thousands of modular pieces. Um, each of those constructed of millions of triangles, of course, which is what all things, pretty much in games, are comprised of after you break it down. Triangles. Um, it's the
1: strongest shape after circle, of course.
0: There are 1,248 simulated intersections, uh, 45,000, and 73 parked cars, which uh, 38,148 of them are drivable <laughs> um, over 260 kilometers of road and 512 kilometers of sidewalk. Um, they do some pretty neat things. Um, one of the things that I really liked, um, they...
2: Let's see here. Um, well to start off like the actual demo experience itself what it does is starts with a cinematic it it kind of does like a series of like stage things of like what each unreal uh development thing you would probably use for so it starts with the cinematic element where you have uncanny valley ultra realistic um creations of both keanu reeves and carrie ann moss it was really weird and for yeah. a long time i'm watching this like they filmed this right no th- this is cgi no but th- it can't be and i was just going back and forth the entire time it's like yeah this is just them filming it. and then there were a couple instances where it's like no okay i see it this is cgi it's really damn good cgi um then it takes you into this car chase element where it's kind of like an on rails third person shooter uh it's really simplistic in controls because obviously the focus is on what you can potentially develop with unreal 5 not so much like actually making a game in itself so you're just shooting at all these agents who are trying to drive cars and jump onto your car and that kind of thing And then it opens up into the actual city that you can explore. And you can change around different settings. And you can see like the assets working in the background to give you the intensely beautiful visuals that you um, see while you're exploring. Mm
0: -hmm. Cyberpunk's like, shit, we really could have used this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, some of the sequences... um, this one particular sequence, um, it's talking, says, uh, the world responds to you in a fully unscripted way. Um, that's down to chaos. Um, Unreal Engine's high-performance physics system that can deliver cinematic, uh, cinema quality levels of destruction in real time and simulate the movement of cloth, hair, vehicles, and more. Chaos. Um, and yeah, yeah. That's very... Um, it, it's interesting that they've... Uh, develop that we've had uh things like end cloth um and, and different physics for hair and uh stuff like that before but to um bring just chaos that's something that every game has you know there there's always something that mm-hmm. is is just like chaotic that happens um and and having your objects your uh whatever the objects may be whether they're vehicles or people or whatever having an unscripted way to have them react just the same way like um, something like end cloth would um, I think when we were talking before the show I imagined like imagine hanging like a, like a towel or something on a clothesline you pin it to the clothesline and then it just kind of blows in the wind um, it's, it's, it's similar to that in the way that they're you know they have a constraint. This is what is going to be happening. This is going to be static, and then everything around it is a reaction to that, based on your, you know, based on the the, the properties of the asset, and then the properties of the world as well. Um, you know, taking like gravity and, and things like that into consideration, um, which is really really cool. Yeah, that's showing just straight up power of what um, this this new engine is going to do this is really the thing that we're looking at for next gen gaming to be honest Mm.
2: this will probably be mid to late generation for where we're currently at that we'll see this really come to fruition and i'm excited to see how this goes and also just an update i looked on the xbox app and you can get this for xbox series x and s Good. good good
0: yeah um so yeah, it it didn't seem like there was a ton a ton to do. This was really just like a, a, a tech demo. What yep. what a real tech demo would be. Yeah. Nope, you've um,
2: hit the nail right on the head. This was this was a tech demo. It wasn't. It's not meant to be like an actual game, but it does give you like a full city that you can just run around and look at stuff in. Yeah, and and get excited
0: for um, the matrix. It's the Matrix Awakening, right? Yeah,
2: Ma- Matrix Awakens. Um, no, yeah, Matrix Awakens is the name of the game Matrix Resurrections is the movie Resurrection,
0: god damn it, yeah <laughs> um, I, I keep seeing Awakens, so I'm like, oh, okay
2: Yeah, um, no, Awakens is the name of this demo It's all good Oh, cool, cool, cool
0: um, But yeah, uh, you know, we, we have uh, that to look forward to I think that's coming out, that's coming out this month, right?
2: Yes I believe Let's that's see. Christmas Day that I think it comes out
0: choice 22nd
2: is what google is okay. saying then so, not christmas day close though close yeah though.
0: so it gives you plenty of time to go back and watch all of the matrix movies which yep. is brian that's what you're doing right i think yep. Austin said you're doing yeah the same i think thing. i'm probably same gonna do that yeah yeah i, I think I'll, I'll end up doing that as well it's a good time it's been a while yeah it has cool um so after that one of the other big things um is actually something I uh looked into very little. Um it is the uh a uh, blockchain powered by NFT uh for Ubisoft, right? Is it called uh, it's called Quartz.
2: Yeah, so yay nfts are coming to video games finally yay this is this is what ubisoft needed to do not yeah i'm not excited
0: well break it down what what exactly what exactly is an nft
2: nft is a non-fungible token um essentially it's just uh a way to kind of serialize digital goods and the the stigma behind this is that essentially a lot of this stuff is being used to scam people out of money and that's essentially what i kind of see is kind of going on here this is not really anything that's going to enhance gameplay this is something for ubisoft to make money off of to try to get into the zeitgeist of nfts but, so well, what so, is something that it would be well like an what
0: NFT? like what, what what could a person get out of it?
2: oh so what they're specifically going to start off with with this is uh cosmetic items in checking notes here ghost recon breakpoint is what they're going to start with um, for their ubisoft quartz nft program here and essentially it's the same thing as buying a cosmetic in any other game but now you have but now it's individualized Mm-hmm. to where it has a specific serial number and you can now resell it to someone else because that's what we needed Yeah, um, typically you would get like an nft that you would buy would be like a
1: weird uh series of like monkeys or whatever I, the famous one is like the the what board ape or whatever um, yeah
2: it think of it as like like art collection in the physical world how people throw money so that way they can be the uh sole owner of a specific print for a painting or something like that but now it's being brought into the digital world which is kind of like the opposite of what the intended purpose of the internet was is that this was freely accessible items and now we're trying to individualize these and the thing that really kind of makes no sense here on a couple of grounds of why they're I mean, on one hand, I can kind of get that they're experimenting with this with Ghost Recon Breakpoint because, one, it's now bringing attention to a game that really had a lot of negative attention to it because of a lot of launch issues that it had. So it, um, they're trying to revitalize this game. But also, on the other hand, if it doesn't do well like they hope in this game, it's not like they... Soil one of their other franchises that's doing better than what ghost recon has been doing the last few years but the the yeah the nfts that they're proposing it's not like when you buy the cosmetic item it'll look different than another similar item it's just that it is numbered that this is specifically just this one so you could say have like the same black helmet with goggles on top as someone else is just that there's a serial number that is different from that. And that's so it's it. like yours is yours and theirs is theirs. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's Sorry. yeah. It's dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Um, there's so yeah. many other things Ubisoft should be focusing on right now, especially the litany of yeah. games that they keep announcing and then backpedaling on. This was not what they needed to be fo- worried about. Yep. I could really
0: see like, um, call of duty getting into this and being like oh do you want to carry your
2: that's you know, the fear skin
0: from game one to game two like if you want to do that yeah buy it mm-hmm. yeah and, like i could really see that and i i've i've seen that as as a complaint i've played you know a, a decent amount of call of duties Brian. i think you're in, in a similar um and and it is always uh it is always weird it's like man it would have been nice yeah, you know, to have some of those things that maybe I had before,
2: um, but well, here's the thing: is there even a guarantee that like once, because like with online games, eventually people transition away from it. A newer iteration will go. There's no guarantee that this cosmetic item carries over with you into like w- another game or anything like that. It's right. just so when this game inevitably ends, the server shut down. You're just sitting on a token saying that you purchased this cosmetic. You're, it, it's <laughs> As far as I'm aware, this isn't going to transfer over to another game. It's just... It, it, Unless it, it just feels idea. so that would, predatory. That would be the... That's that would what, be the... Yeah,
0: yeah for sure. I, I I fully agree. That would be the thing that I think could draw
1: people into using this, though. Right. Well, I, I like, think the, the big problem with this is that nfts are not the ideal way to do this technology no like it's a complete waste of resources yeah you're
2: 100 percent right on that
1: there are ways that you can make a unique item i mean think about like the diablo 3 marketplace that everybody hated uh, initially (laughs) on launch like yeah does the same thing better where it's like okay here's this rare item that's really difficult to get and you know you can choose to sell it if you want to i mean it's like the or like the hat market in um Team Fortress 2, right? Right. You have unique or very, you know, so rare to be almost unique cosmetic items that you can get and you can, you know, you can either have it for the prestige of having it or you can sell it or you can make new items that are completely unique and sell them online, whatever. But the technology that you fundamentally need to use for NFTs is you have to use blockchain technology, basically. And... That is insanely resource-intensive that it would be much easier to just have some access database, say, uh, you know, user uh, x69smellypants owns this item. Like, you you just don't need the stuff to be NFTs.
2: Exactly. Now, they did say that they refined the system of blockchain that they'll be using for this to consume Well, they're going to have a little, a
1: small custom blockchain, yeah.
2: Right. But, that being aside, you could also do better you don't need to do blockchain for something like this i mean
1: they're clearly just doing this to get some investor to give them you know some
2: hundred percent dollars or whatever yeah yep it's a marketing hundred percent on that this is this is a play for investors because right now everyone's talking about nfts good or bad is the zeitgeist thing that is going on and so that is this is their um grab to try to get some attention here yep
0: for sure.
1: For sure. Speaking All of right. grabbing
2: to get some attention. Uh huh. Okay, always. Wow. Always that can be very bad in so many ways. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you
0: think you're out, they pull you right back in. Right?
1: Yep. So, yeah, they uh, basically, um, the stuff at Activision Blizzard has been going on for so long at this point. I'm sure people are sick of hearing about it. I know I am. I am. Yeah. Um, I am too. And we're at the point where, like, Again, the demands are so minor. It's like, fire this one guy who is directly responsible. And in fact, I would say criminally liable. Yes. Um,
2: uh, I mean, when you're threatening the life of a coworker, worker are employee. That, yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyways, I, you know, it's, it would be so easy to just fire Bobby Kodak out of a cannon into the sun. And they're just refusing to do it at Blizzard. And it, obviously, he is a board member. He is... The company. I mean, he's he's been the executive for the entire time that they've been successful. Basically,
2: he is the senate. He is the senate. <laughs> right?
1: So they refuse to do that. So the stuff at Blizzard has just gotten to such a point that the employees are in the process of unionizing. Which, at this point, I hope that he does stay in and it forces them to for, form a union. Is like that's that's a complete uh, you know no pun intended game changer. Like. The industry is just... If these guys are able to form a union and it's recognized, uh, tomorrow is a different world. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. the entire tech industry is is fixed, basically. Like, it is so fascinating. So, like, uh, there's been, like, multiple walkouts and their walkouts have been going on for so long. Like, it was the first time that there was a multi-day walkout. And then basically the, um, a better Activ- Activision Blizzard, what's the K? Activision I can't Blizzard remember. Congregate? <laughs> Whatever the K stands for. Uh, that yeah. group, ABK, uh, the Workers' Alliance, which, uh, you know, when you start saying shit like that, management gets nervous. Um, mm-hmm. They basically said, all right, we're turning this into a full strike. Which so I mean, let- technically is illegal, because uh, they don't have a union, so they can't have a formalized strike. But,
2: eh, for right. Them. And what prompted um, this was because, l- not this last Friday, Friday before, Ravens um, there were a ton of layoffs for Raven Software's QA team. Essentially half of all QA personnel was removed um, from employment because the majority of them were contract positions. And so this entire last week, the employees of Raven Software under Activision Blizzard have been staging walkouts to try to get them to rehire them back on as full-time employees instead of just as contractors. So that way, um, to, you know, bring back the people that they lost. Right.
1: So, um, you know, there was, and, you know, as always, basically, there was a, there, you know, the iron was hot, basically, and these guys struck. So they're, you know, they're literally, they're saying, like, um... We've done these walkouts and we're getting nothing. Like, there, there's literally no response, no feedback other than just negative from the company. So, okay, we're gonna fucking turn this into a strike. Um, so they they have a strike fund out there. They're they're raising money to support the workers during that time. Um, they uh, also had. Um, so obviously, this is in uh, what L.A. Probably, um, mm-hmm. there was additional walkouts happening in texas minnesota minnesota would be raven right i believe I so and uh california so additional places in california and um i mean again it's like part of abk workers alliance demands is that activision blizzard ceo bobby Kotick is replaced um a group of shareholders have demanded that he resigns and it, it's like it, this stuff is ongoing um Uh, The update as of a couple days ago here, um, according to an outgoing Blizzard employee, that's a funny way to say that, uh, somebody that was like, oh, we're firing you, oh, somebody that was at, uh, I don't know, but um, Activision Chief Administrative Officer Brian Bulateo hmm, encouraged employees to think about, uh, to think before signing union cards. Basically, they're doing like strike busting shit and like, you know, anti-union so it is like, I mean, it's it's a one, two, three, well, four, five, six, seven paragraph thing.
0: He encouraged employees to think about signing the union authorization card. The
2: consequences that could be faced right, if they unionized right. Well, I can speak unionized. Yeah, they they worded this a little weird. Well, it's really yeah. it's
1: to to think. Basically, it should have said to think before signing, right? Because that that sets the negative uh, context. Right. um
2: now, one yeah, so, takeaway here is that there is a way to help out the um, ABK here. They did start yeah. a GoFundMe page that um, you can funds. go. And, yep, and you can go and donate to them to help them out and cover any expenses and while they're uh, going through this.
1: And yeah, technically, the um, you know during strikes like like illegal strikes like this, the employees are not going to be paid because they're just going to be considered tardy, basically. Um, right. So, that's what the the strike fund is for. It's, you know, trying to at least come close to matching the pay they would have been making during that time so that they, you know, that's part of the point that, like, they make it as difficult as possible to strike because it's so effective. So, like, hey, if you want to strike, okay, you can starve and miss your rent payment, you know?
2: So, so um, at least at least in this sense that if you've been struggling to try to find a way to help out this situation and you've been uncertain of like well do i no longer buy activision blizzard games or do i buy them to help the developers even though the money here's a direct way that you can benefit the people that are suffering under these conditions here
1: yeah and it's uh looking at their page real quick this is really cool somebody um rowan rowden donated $10,000 it's the top donation oh, nice. Um, I would be willing to guess that a lot of these are probably former employees that are like doing well they have some money to spare a lot of people donating yeah. $1,000 so you know they, uh, nice. they need the help so I'm sure they'll be happy to get it and actually yeah it was uh, Jessica Gonzalez, Gonzalez which is the tweeter of this that started the GoFundMe as well yeah it's pretty good yeah, it looks
0: like they're making some moves so i mean maybe maybe something good could come out of this at the end
2: of the day i, I mean, hope it would so be so
1: it would be such a like
2: it'd be the these, first domino in a chain reaction right, to right. help make this industry better because well, when the things that are
1: industry, ha- i mean yeah because we, we have another article here yeah the things that are happening are just it, it's it's the things you know, that you you're like, why would that even How could this happen anywhere? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Not how could this happen at a video game company that is again like the second or you know, one of the biggest video game companies in the world. You would think they'd be relatively professional. Right. Um But, but it's, it's because
2: this is a systematic issue. It's not just one specific company. Which we've talked about right. in the past. It's like it is a a far-reaching problem and here is a solution that can come about if this goes the right way that help counteract all of this yeah
1: so it, it is really like um not only a domino that could fundamentally change the video game industry but the whole tech industry there's really not unionized anything in the tech industry I mean, they they rely Mm -hmm. so heavily on, you know, really high powered, really high paid um, internal employees, like, you know, server engineers and stuff like that. They're treated well. They generally, you know, they are not going to be looking to start a union on their own because they're such a powerful position anyways. Kind of like at my work. And then, um, you know, very similarly that a lot of other people, they rely on this contract work that the person comes in. Knowing, okay, I'm going to work on this for, you know, six months, and I'm going to move on to the next thing. And some of the people, I'm sure, like that, that they move on from project to project. They're not constantly busy. They don't have to go to the same office every day for the rest of their life. And I don't necessarily want to take that away from anyone, right? I mean, the film industry is unionized, and they're, you know, driving out to Toronto every couple months to go do something.
2: Right. So,
1: the whole tech industry is like this, you know? And... If something as big as Activision Blizzard can have a union form within it and the the company's forced to recognize it and the workers can just stop work and prove that that causes a detriment to the company, that would start, I think, a cascade. Because all the people that have previously worked for this massive company would get that in their head, oh, this is something I can do and maybe I would have still been there at maybe a job that I liked but I just couldn't stick around for whatever reason, you know? Right. contract expired, and then it would, it would inspire the people that, oh, I've been at Google for, you know, 10 years. That's probably a bad example, but, you know, I've been at this company for, you know, t- 10 years, and I bust my ass here, and, you know, the new hires at Activision are getting a better deal than me. So, okay, I'm going to fix it, you know? And it, you know, I joke all the time about just wanting to abandon like okay i'll just go to somewhere that already has what i think is the ideal society or whatever but this is the actual real shit that i don't really have in my heart you know that's like i want to fix this shit you know like a lot of people i mean having that kind of attitude and especially in the culture that we're in now where like you know we're having these mass resignations and stuff that it's primarily driven by covid but um, you know, our economy is in a really weird spot right now, uh, in the U.S. at least. So our, um, you know, Finland listeners aren't really going to know what I'm talking about. But uh, to do that, to just resign and leave or whatever, that's, you're saying, okay, this place cannot be fixed. Fuck it. I don't care. These are people that want to have a better workplace. They want to stay there. They're not going to go bust their ass and get, you know, harassed and, and potentially fired to join a union if they didn't want the job. Right. they want to be doing this they want to release these products and you know make your new uh, sniper skin and Call of Duty or whatever the fuck
2: you're going to get a much better dedicated labor force that now they yeah. don't have to worry about these kinds of things and they can do the thing that they want to do the thing that they enjoy doing and stuff
1: and honestly I, the best thing that can come out of this is that Bobby Kodak's getting less pay <laughs> that automatically makes the world a better place in my book so it's you yeah. know it's like... It's not like they're going to be able to outsource this all to... Oh, we'll just ship all this shit to Mexico or whatever. Like, Right. You could, but then you're going to have people making, like... You know... Uh, Call of the Soledad instead of Call of Duty. It's just going to be a different, completely different vibe, right? It's going to be the same way that all of All the, of that uh, sounds good. All. Of,
0: I'd you know play, what I mean?
1: I'd play all of this shit, yeah. Yeah,
0: like... At, changing up something like call of duty that'd be amazing
1: yeah i mean also there we're at the point where activision blizzard is so like atrophied and it's such an advanced state of like it's kind of like ubisoft they've doubled down on what they were doing and then they doubled Mm -hmm. down again and then they doubled down again and call of duty is a genre of game you know (laughs) it's not like a particular title that i'm waiting for like People, it's almost like Pokemon or something. People will go to the store and say, "Hey, I want a Call of Duty," and you can sell them like Battlefield Six or some shit, and they'll they'll be like, "Okay."
2: I would you almost know, go as just, far as say it's on par with like say, um, Kleenex. like FIFA or Madden or something like that. Literally, it's just,
1: yeah. It's it is the, that game. Yeah. You know? It's 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 its own field. So, um, it's interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I. I, I look forward with giddy anticipation to the public beheading of bobby Kodak, but <laughs> i'll take a union as a you know substitute
2: for sure unionization yeah, takes- would be a far better outcome than the one that i've been predicting so i would love to be wrong
1: yeah for sure i don't know i like the i like the public beheading but you know i, I like the canon idea i've really been
0: i've really been big on fire right out people of the I've been really big on that recently. That would be cool. And I haven't even been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. Got him, Brian, you fired We me have the, the technology. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, you did. I, I was there. I got in the cannon, and you fired me out of it. It's yeah, fun.
2: I remember. And then I played uh, cool. Fly of the Valkyries with the accordion afterwards.
0: That's true. All that happened. All right. Do we have any other... Got awful garbage to talk about
1: Blizzard Activision anymore. Activision
2: not Blizzard. for this week.
1: <laughs> Luckily, they were uh, basically not mentioned at the Game Awards. <laughs> yeah, they they were they were uh, had its own, they, uh, they,
0: <laughs> yeah they weren't mentioned, feedback. but they, they they did have a little like PSA right there in the beginning. Um, so so there was always that, but I, I think the biggest thing is yeah, go drop if you have a few bucks, go drop it on that fundraiser On that GoFundMe, mm. ABK Straight Fund all right um now it's time to dig into uh the game awards there was a lot there as expected um a lot of world premiere screens but it didn't say world premiere world premiere i wish it did i'd said it every time every time it came up i was like world premiere and my roommate's like yeah it really doesn't have the same flavor without it right it's like oh, a Pavlovian
2: yeah, response now. At this point, you see it, and you just automatically think that.
0: Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, but to start off the show, I you know they, they ran through some other things. You know, we're, we're we won't we won't dig into a hundred percent of everything there. We'll get into the winners and things like that. Um, but just kind of looking at the show, the things that we were there for. They're usually the world premieres. What's coming out? What's going to be shown off for the first time? Or what's getting gameplay? And, uh, Joseph Ferris, who's the who who won game of the year? And then hopefully a while, Joseph Ferris appears and Great. tells everyone he to go fuck just themselves. Totally and fuck insane the shit. Yeah, right. Um, the first big thing that they really dug into
2: was um, Hellblade Two Senua's saga. Snacker fight, oh. Um, I really need to play the first game, and it's been on my to-do list for a very long time.
0: It's been on the it's been it's been on my series my Series X since day one, <laughs> and yeah. I still have yet to touch it. It's on my um, Series
2: S, and I still need to play it too.
0: This right here, uh, I've I, I've I've yet to play the Matrix thing. I've yet to play something truly in like an Unreal Five, um, but I watched this. And I was like, "This, this is the highest fidelity, highest graphic quality thing I, I've I think I've seen in video games. These guys are doing so much; it looks so amazing.
2: Just I would not argue with that. I this um, is like this would be something that I would definitely consider. This is next gen.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, just everything from you know, just the the things that." Um, have organic movement on the characters to uh, the the things like fire the way that it you know when someone's moving with fire the way it, it flickers behind and then we don't even really need to talk about the, the like the world things like um, like water movement across water um, it, it's it's truly incredible and this um, gameplay video it, it picks up it gets it gets pretty heavy Um whatever the hell this Attack on Titan monster mm-hmm. that's crawling toward you is. Um, they're running away. They're setting up for an attack on whatever this this humanoid dragging itself. It doesn't look like it has a lower half. It looks like it's literally from the hips up a human crawling their way, but it's you know, the size of like a four-story Rhode island. Villain. And they're they're throwing like flaming spears at it oh maybe it does have legs i'll be damned
1: um he's kind of stumpy you know he's I, got I, he's got some he's got some limb some for sure yeah yeah, he's yeah. yeah. and, and I didn't he's, say
0: it. it it's like a giant but instead of like man maybe we should get this guy some help they're like no let's throw flaming spears at it Bro, what if we fuck this guy up more? <laughs> so, the first thing they hit it with is uh, oil, and then the Oof. flaming spear. This bitch is just on fire. Oof. Um, Oof. It didn't do the job, so they're it like, What like your
2: life? Ah!
0: And everyone's running out of this cave. They're turning around, throwing spears, um, you know, just trying to get the damage done. They get it into a... Uh, uh, basically, their, their fallback position. Um... And de- he just basically destroys the fallback position. He comes up to the barricade with all the spikes and just smashes through it and trashes everybody. Um, you know, people just screaming, have shit all over them. They're trying to just claw their way out of rubble. Um, and it just, again, you can see. You can see everything. Spears sticking out of this thing. You can see um, the, the, the burn damage. Um, and uh, that's pretty much where, you know, that big monster just reaching, that that's where it cuts off. Bro. Um, Hideo Kojima
1: is, like, literally so quaking good. in his boots. He's been real he, quiet since this trailer dropped. He's like,
0: that, that should have been me. That should have been me. Um, <clears throat> but we go right from that into almost immediately another world premiere um and it starts off by saying uh like Lu- like lucas um like lucas film whatever it is lucas film games yeah this is what they want yeah. now um and everyone's like oh shit <laughs> um yeah, immediately we- that that was
2: like i was like wait and together? it was like
0: no breathing for a
2: second it was just, yeah wait and then it becomes apparent that we're getting like our first tease of like something going into the High Republic era. Mm-hmm. Very exciting, um, because that it it's a little bit different. The
0: High Republic stuff has been really really fun to to read and just kind of
2: like look into and just see you know how things how things are panning out. Um, I've been definitely enjoying it. Just like getting into yeah. a new era in this universe. I, The first book was really fun i've been buying all the comic books i need to read the second book because i think um we're at a point where they're referencing stuff that goes into the second book Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's it is really interesting too that there there are a couple known enemies i guess from the books and comics so far um and the nile the nile and the Dranger. and this doesn't appear to reference either right like there's a whole new thing with like I guess the Nemiadians are doing their thing, and there's almost like a precursor to the Trade Federation. Um, because you
2: see some Lucra Hulk uh, class starships there, right? That the you like from uh, Phantom
1: Menace, the orb in the like, um, I don't know, like a like in the ring, The crescent ring, yeah yeah so some of those which is like okay it is always funny in star wars where they're like the technology has basically been at the same level for like 14 million years (laughs) they've kind of plateaued yeah but they have to recreate it constantly so yeah there's these like drummer dudes and uh there's some voldemorts and then there's an oil orc from uh lord of the rings a lot of interesting (laughs) stuff going on and you know it's all just vibes there's no like gameplay we don't even have an idea of what the gameplay would be like yet um until we see who it's by
0: but then, Until you see who it's by. But yeah, but but that that that's when they get you. Because that's you're when they just get like you. I was like, oh this okay, yeah, I'm on cool. Board. and it pops up and says Star Wars eclipse. I was like, damn, that name's yep. lame.
2: Not a great uh, name. I thought I thought it was alright. <sighs>
0: that's fine. Could be better. But Then it says Quantic Dream.
1: Yep. And we were like oh Ooh. David Cage has been unleashed. He's raging out of the cage on Star Wars shit.
0: The the, the rage cage. So It's what they call it? what do we World so, so what else do we know about this
1: I think Austin you talked a little bit about it right about the rage cage no, so about, they've described the it as though. a action adventure um, it is going to be from multiple character perspectives so it's probably you know going for something kind of like uh, Detroit Become Human did mm-hmm. or really I mean the majority of their games other than I guess Beyond Two Souls you were really only playing as one person what do they consider those styles of games? I would like, call like, that an adventure game because adventure I'm right game. and intelligent, um, right? Do so they I consider guess, it
0: active uh, action adventure?
1: Though? I mean, yeah. Didn't they call own. it um, interactive <laughs> storytelling? So I guess it, yeah. that's what a game is. So I don't really know what that means. Um, <laughs> let me let me Detroit become human. Let's see how this is described on the Wikipedia page.
0: That's where I'm headed.
1: Uh, we got adventure. Adventure video game, so I guess maybe it's okay. going to have a little more action, which I would assume would be, um, you know, quick time events primarily. Uh, Heavy Rain is a action adventure interactive drama, so closer to Heavy Rain maybe, with a little more.
2: Uh,
1: huh. I don't I just want to say violence because it's not really it, but you know, more things that you have to actively do rather than um, looking to the left long enough to not notice that somebody's sneaking up on you or whatever the fuck (laughs) so I mean that's it's interesting and you know I've played all the Quantic Dream games Um, I I do like the style of game that they make I just wish that they could do it without harassing half of their employees Yeah,
2: as well as any journalist who 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 tries to report on that
1: French people love to be unionizing dude that would be a perfect place to unionize and just tell David Cage to eat your whole ass uh, he might do it. I don't know.
0: So after that, they they did a few like quick looks at you know like global citizens and heroes. They did a small Nintendo thing. The Bethesda thing made me laugh. Um, it was just Pete Hines like doing yard work and playing with his dog, and the Hell whole yeah. time they're running free codes for games. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite like line: the, they had a fake squirrel in a tree, and he looked up at it. And he's like, "Ugh!" Oh. And then he looks down at a fake duck, and a duck turns and looks at him, and right. then at a fake owl, and the owl turns and looks at him, and he's like, "Okay." And he just like walks away. It was like a, it looks like all of those things you've ever seen at any workplace, like the videos, the like onboarding videos. Yeah. Yeah. That you get in like really shitty jobs. And the um, same video
2: quality as those onboarding videos.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe and even then, worse. And he goes on to say that they're hiring, which is really funny. Uh, but he's like, we're we're running out of places to uh, uh, port Skyrim to, and then he turns and looks directly in the camera. He goes, "No, we're not." <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a really fun video. Um, it just I, I don't know. I I could watch I could watch I could watch that video a couple of times before I got annoyed with it. And then he's like, and because nothing's free, here's some le- uh, legal stuff that we have to run if you get one of these games. Um. So, after that, I think the next big thing that they dove into, uh, the WB logo showed up, and um, I was like, "Oh, cool! This could be something great. This could be." Yeah, I was really excited. I really want. I'm. I'm still. I really want a Ninja Turtle game from.
1: uh, Yeah, Rocksteady. From Rocksteady. I mean, uh, it's literally their namesake.
2: It's is that too much to fucking ask for?
0: Is it? it's that big of a leap you just can't put that together you have to have but nope you
2: get to wait even longer
0: yeah um so uh it it goes in it has a lot of a lot of shiny Yeah, this is a lot of like silvers and golds um and and right from the first thing you see i think uh it shows like a bracer says dc long flowy
1: hair it's a Mm -hmm. wonder woman game interesting enough for monolith a wonderful woman game for monolith A wonderful
0: woman game for monolith
1: uh, you know you know um I, if you I if don't you not pitch know. this game to me out of the blue uh-huh i would say stupid dumb not my interest you put monolith on that bitch interesting
0: you know um very very interesting uh looking back at some of the things that they've done in the past um they're the ones behind Matrix.
2: shadow of mordor Yep. yep. Uh yep.
0: Matrix Online. Um Ooh. interesting. I didn't think of that. Two things that one I'm a bigger fan of than the other, but they did both of these. Fear, which uh-huh. I would love something. It's the mind fear- related. Not even not even the biggest fan. I'm actually more of a fan of the um game Condemned. Uh Condemned Origin uh Criminal Origins and Condemned to Bloodshot. Amazing. They also did Gotham City imposters. Really, really fun, uh, like, multiplayer shooter.
1: Yeah, they've had, like... It, it is interesting. They have this, like, big tradition of shooters that are, uh, you know, as far as I understand, extremely well-liked. Um, you know, I've even I've played some of the fear games. So, like, sure. you know, really interesting story and everything. And then also this action-adventure RPG stuff where, obviously, I'm not really interested in a Wonder Woman first-person shooter, probably. I guess you. I could potentially be swayed, but it's not looking likely. And, um, you know, the the idea, they end the Wonder Woman trailer with the line, you can be a leader, or something like that. And it's like, okay, so we might be bringing back the uh, Nemesis system and, like, the orc training shit. Like, could have some cool tie-ins. I think that video games are probably the last frontier for DC because they've completely shit the bed on the... um, movies film front yeah yep so I, the last wonder woman movie i was definitely not a fan of but it is it, it looks I, we haven't really seen much of anything but it looks really interesting what if it's just wonder woman in mordor i
2: mean i be <laughs> down for that <laughs> no, I, I have a feeling a,
0: a big you know a, a big um like maybe an urban sprawl a few different places you can go but it's literally just that game yeah I it would be interesting. I yeah. thought Bring, know? bringing some villains into the Nemesis system. You know, people, henchmen get stronger, weaker. We've been talking about wanting to see that Nemesis system in something else for a yep. long time. Yes. So this could be it. All right. Um, Absolutely. They moved on right after this. I, I, this is one that I want to mention. Um, you had uh, Laura Bailey and Ash, um, Ashley Johnson. Um, talking about the... Uh, I, I, I think it's duo. like the... the, 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 the um, kind of like the star of the show. I don't even know what it is, but it's like that actor or actress uh, that uh, voiced a very prominent character. Um, I, I don't even remember what the award's called, but there were some big people. Oh, Best, best performance. performance. Best Performance. Yeah. Um, so, uh, lead character from Life is Strange... Um, Anton uh, Castillo for, uh, Giancarlo Esposito from uh, Far Cry 6 the lead character from Deathloop um, there is Maggie Robertson from Resident Evil Village as Lady uh, Um okay. the other character the female lead character from Deathloop as well um, and, and that was it and I was like they show Giancarlo he is fully penguin suit up I was like he's gonna win that right he's the one it has to be, and they gave it to uh, Maggie Robertson uh,
1: for Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, she like, deserves
1: it. All right. Yeah. No, I mean she's the she was the breakout like star of the century, basically of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. of the year for sure. Like nobody was talking more about a character than they were talking about that character.
1: Yeah, it was I, literally so big that the like Resident Evil didn't know what they had done. <laughs> They had and they no were like, idea. Oh shit, completely reposition all marketing around her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're like, We need we need everything to go toward that character and just that small manner section. Because that's yeah. just very that's not even a huge section it's of the game. It's a very limited section of the game, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was interesting. Uh, immediately after that we were talking about the thing that I thought was possibly a new condemned game. It, it, it was it was very gritty looking. Um, it was showing some urban environments with some neon. It was raining, uh, kind of cyberpunky there. And then it went, you know, changed. Still raining, looked kind of like seventies vibe. Um, it was about that time I was like, "This is this is going to be an Alan Wake thing, huh?" Mm. And sure enough, Alan Wake too. Mm. Um, interesting. Very interesting. Um, And who, who, like I, I don't even remember who were the, like who were the, uh, who was the actor that did Alan Wake originally?
1: So yeah, let me look. Um, I'm pretty sure it was just based off of uh, the. It was a writer, artist, programmer, designer, producer, director. Um, Trying to figure out. It was obviously Sam Lake wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they've talked voice about it Voiced by Matthew uh, Porretta? Matthew Porretta. Yeah, I
0: got him right here. Um, American television voice film actor. Uh, appearance in Wings, Beverly Hills, Now 210, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, it's it's gotta be him. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: It looks like he is voicing... Uh, Oh, the original model for Alan Wake was uh, Ika Vili. Uh, Ilka Vili? A Finnish actor known to be the physical model for Alan Wake and Mr. Hmm. Scratch. Although in both cases, even during live action footage, his voice is dubbed by Matthew Peretta. But yeah, that that actor... um, He's got a very distinctive look. So it's kind of interesting that they're going a different direction. I mean, it's, it's, um, what's the actor's name? Uh, Troy Baker now. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was kind of odd. Where it's like, okay, we know what he looks like. But, um, he could be like a younger Alan or an older Alan. I mean, we don't really know. So, so that cousin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that is confirmed, though, that it's Troy. I, I didn't see that anywhere. Um, that that Troy Baker's the physical model.
1: I, I'm pretty sure that? he's the one that appears in the trailer. Let me. It looks just like him. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look. Um, I'll make two Wikipedia. Um, um Max Payne. Blah, blah blah. Okay, they didn't really talk about it, but. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll
0: pause so we can take a look at that at that face here in a second. I mean. He has kind of like a Keanu
1: thing going on, though. Alan Wake 2 model. Definitely a Keanu thing going on.
0: Um, but according to Sam Lake, the game will be powered by Remedy's own Northlight engine. It will be a survival horror game as opposed to Alan Wake, which was an action game with horror elements. Um, and he, of course, said, will not need to play the previous game to understand Alan Wake 2. Um, though it will help. No. But yeah. Um so that was cool. Uh I, I think he had Sam Lake on after just to talk a little bit about it. I'm not too sure on exactly who he had um on after. Um but more importantly, right after that, we had uh uh goddamn what was his name from Parks and Rec? Um
1: Austin, you look just like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that could be anyone from Parks and. Oh, uh, Ben Schwartz.
0: Yeah, Ben Schwartz. <laughs> I'm trying to think of his name over there. It's like a two part French kind of sounding name. Um, it's gonna bother me. He's got a really the character
1: is such a dumb name. Yeah.
0: All right, I, nope. I need to look this up. This has to happen. Um, I'll be upset if 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 I don't say uh, Jean Ralphio. <laughs> That's John Ralphio good John Ralphio God, what a God, what a star! Um, but of course, he was the voice of Sonic in um, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. He was out here promoting uh, the second movie, um, and he kept pulling out this—he uh, kept pulling out an actual like CD—and he's like, "I have the cut right here of the trailer we're watching," and then he'd put it away and then he'd talk a bit more and he'd be like right here this right here i have uh uh jim carrey sent a message it's on this 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 disc is blank actually can we just roll the thing And um so they, they showed the trailer for the new movie which um I, I haven't seen the first movie yet i don't know if you guys have seen the sonic the hedgehog
2: movie yeah um, it's fun I would put what it in the, like yeah, I've seen it. It's fun. I would definitely put it in like the same category of like of good like Detective Peach, Pikachu was. Like it was okay. it's a fun kids movie. I definitely would recommend checking it out if you get the chance to. Sure. Um
0: and the the thing that confused me is the new, the new video looks a lot like um if you've taken Batman out of a Batman movie and put Sonic in there. <laughs> It, and I think that might have just been the way they set up the trailer. Um, but he is in an urban environment, like busting criminals and stuff. So that's a little weird for me. Um, so that that wasn't the point, though. The movie, sure, you know, it, it probably will be fun, uh, much like the original. But Jim Carrey did have a, uh, a, a, a bit in there. A very where, Jim Carrey bit. A very Jim Carrey bit where it had nothing to do with anything. And he was doing the Scottish accent where he was talking about his grandfather choking him to death. <laughs> nice.
2: It was really funny.
0: Um and uh and Ben was like, I think we all needed to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. After it was done. Um and they they showed that trailer. I don't think they showed uh, because they did have another Sonic-related trailer that came in after that. Um, now they they didn't show that until a little bit later. Um, I think they showed a quick bit after he left the stage of um, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, which is still still looking February. Um, so excited and, for and great and yeah and very great. They did a small musical number um talked a little bit about uh the um UFE DLC coming to PC. Mm-hmm. Um so that's finally branching out. Uh they had a a thing with uh who what's his uh what what's his uh rap name? Is it Little Dicky? He has what's a show called Dave, right? Yeah. 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 Um That one was actually really cool. Um Great show. because Yeah, that that was really cool, uh, because they showed her for a second, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and take a photo of this and tweet that. And he took the photo and tweeted it, and they're like, did you just really do that? And it was like a second, like one second of like taking the photo and then tweeting whatever it was. And, um, of course, people stopped and looked at it, and it says, announced day one PC games uh, for the future. Total, uh, Total War Warhammer <laughs> 3, Redfall, Stalker 2, Atomic Heart, Slime Rancher, Plague Tale Requiem, Starfield, Paparazzi, uh, Space, Warlo- uh, Space Warlord Origin Trading Simulator. I don't know what that is, but I'm very, very interested. Um, Replace Somerville, um, Elden Chronicle Rising, and Scorn. And then it says Unannounced Day 1 PC Games, Sniper Elite 5, Pigeon Simulator. Yep interested yep um trek to uh yomi and then unannounced game from huge cath studio so it was basically just a rundown of all this all this shit that is coming out that is not out yet um but uh you know pretty good stuff i'm very excited like atomic heart that's gonna be amazing for that game that game is going to get so many more downloads than it would if it went on like traditional sale because people have been waiting for it forever um, and then of course like stalker 2 it's it's already you know we're all I think all of us are already impatiently waiting for that um, they continued on uh, doing some awards, which we'll jump into the awards here in just a little bit. Uh, they showed off um, Destiny's newest thing. Um, Was that? What, do you remember what that one's called, Brian? Is that,
2: uh, like, Witch's Light, I think? Um, the Witch Queen, I believe, is what it's called. It deals with um, Rise of Sabathun to basic, it. It has a lot of Taken King vibes to it, yes. um, and the premise of this expansion is that the Hive now have their own version of the Guardians, and they're fi- essentially you're fighting the Hive version of yourself, and that the Hive can now self-resurrect with their own version of ghosts, like what the Guardians do. Yes. So that looks cool. Um, the next one. It, again
0: was another reason that we shouldn't let de- the developer make the name of the game um, because it started off like I I can't even really explain um, wh- like what like really what I was even thinking when I saw it but it, it had some text that was just saying um, a little bit about like Silent Hill and I was like wait where where is this coming from? Um, and then it uh, showed. I think it was like I'm gonna have to look up the name of that studio because I'm not super familiar with it. Um, but this was the first time that we've seen uh, we've seen the game Slitherhead. Um, yeah, that, there it is. Mm. It says in 1999, um, Kichiro, uh Toyama cho- uh, chose horror as the genre. For his first direct- uh, directorial work, Silent Hill was released to the world, and everyone's like, "Nux is a big Ooh. Silent Hill fan." Um, and then it says in twenty twenty, went independent and founded um, Boki Game Studio. He came back to face new challenges in horror. Um, I was trying to find a bit more about it, but it looked really weird. Like at first, I was like, "Man, this kind of looks this kind of looks rough," um, and I think it's just because. See, sometimes we put games like this kind of on like a really high pedestal because of what it was when we played it. The nostalgia factor is very real. Mm-hmm. Um, but this came off very very weird. Um, it showed like people kind of transforming into these like ridiculous monsters, um, and, and with that you see that you know he he may be in that a further space. Than he was when he ended something like when he stopped working on something like Silent Hill, Mm -hmm. which was Silent Hill. By the time it was kind of they were done working on it, was ridiculous. The first two were very very well grounded, if if you want to say that. Um, But the latter ones were just unhinged, um, and this this feels very unhinged. Uh, Like the face is kind of cutting apart. Uh, in, in a very similar fashion to um, if you saw the ghost in the shell movie the way that the the um, mm. the those like yeah. robotic faces kind of split apart from the geishas um it, it was it was very much like that but there's something inside of these people it crawl it looks like it crawls in their mouth and then transforms them from the inside out so that was pretty crazy it definitely something that uh, Yeah, I don't think we expect it at all. Um, After that, they were showing off a... uh, Basically just a hand holding a lantern. Uh, This person in a uh, a Victorian outfit. I think she also had a pistol as well. Yeah. Um, Love that. Comes face to face with this... Mommy, sorry. Face with bat wings that are wrapped around it. The bat wings unfurl and the head falls back. And it's just a massive mouth. Um, and then something that looks like a dinosaur uh, starts chasing starts chasing this this person, um, and and it's kind of hard to get uh like put a pin in the era that this is in, um, but this game is called Nightingale. Um, it's a first person survival um, like building game. Mu- like um, multiplayer survival building game um, and it actually okay. looks really fun yep um,
1: oh were you actually did you see this Austin were you actually interested in it uh, yes because it was made by primarily former Bioware devs that's very true um, yep. so I was like mm, let me hear about that Yeah, one. yeah also the fact that it's like really focused on cooperative like play yeah captures me yeah,
0: um, and and I, I think hopefully it takes some of those, the the fun parts of something like um, uh, Fortnite's, uh, you know, mm. save the world Building mechanics was the, yeah. very much like this to begin with, um, yeah. and I I think I was saying yeah I played that that Conan game um, a while back and yep. that that was the fun part of that game. Going out exploring with you know exploring with friends, building, making sure you guys had everything that you need. Um, that was a lot of fun, and this game seems to want to deliver on that as well. Um, so you can pop over to their website, it's playnightingale um, and you can sign up to uh, re- receive, of course, their newsletter, but more importantly, about upcoming playtests, just to see if this is something that uh, you're interested in. So that's that's yeah. definitely out there um, let's see what do we have after that they did show that um, that gollum game that Lord of the Rings golem game um, didn't we see that like two years ago or three years ago
1: now yeah it's been in the it's been in the uh, running for a while um, yeah I, so. I don't know what to think of this game I, I don't
2: isn't this supposed to be VR?
1: Or am I thinking of something else? I think there's a VR option. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think
0: that was what um what it was, but I just
1: I don't know a, a game a game about a little freak. Yeah, a game revolving around this character. I mean, isn't it from the team that made a uh, Sticks Master of Shadows or whatever? I could see like, that. I, I think they've made multiple games where you're a little creep doing weird shit. Well, this one
0: kind of feels a little bit like you're going to be like the dungeon master, where you're going to be laying traps for people. Okay, mm. that's cool. That's just the the that. vibe that I'm getting from it. So very very yeah. interesting. But I, I guess I, I guess we'll we'll see as as we go a little bit, you know, as we get another look at this. They talked next about um, uh, PUBG going free to play so yay uh pub
2: um that makes sense especially since the mobile component is free to play yeah.
0: yes um after that they showed off uh somerville um which is a um it it looks just like a what like a Fox esque uh flight sim um but you can also get out of that and uh I can't tell. It right. almost looks two D at some in some spots.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, inside. Yeah, it looks like it's
0: on rails and then it's not on yep. rails. Um, so very very interesting interesting game. That one I would just say take a look at because it, it's very stylized. The gameplay would be probably like uh, like um, a narrative. I think people might consider it like a almost like a walking simulator with story. Yep. Um, My mm-hmm. favorite kind? Yeah. So that's interesting. They did a little number. Um, they, they had um, uh, a like uh, singing and musical number um, for uh, cuphead. I have no idea. I don't remember I think it was for a DLC for cuphead. Um, so m- more cuphead. Uh, yeah, DLC Island. <laughs> Um, the video was fun though the like almost puppet style video of, of this thing It was yeah. they showed like a, yeah. they showed like a ship in rough waters but it was just a toy ship in like a bathtub and it, it was just being sloshed around um, so super dumb and fun which uh, I would say is the game but it's not because this game is hard as hell um, <laughs> so good times um, next one you saw pop up say Team Sonic shows Sonic this was the video game one that I was talking about a little while back um, showing off uh, Sonic Frontiers which looks amazing almost one of my favorite things I saw at the show um, I, I if you had said in 2021 you're going to see a Sonic game that you're going to be amped about I would have been like okay come on like have <laughs> you seen the Sonic games before like um, Breath of the Sonic but yes this is like Breath of the Wild meets Sonic. Uh, it it kind of gives me like um, that Kirby game that we were just uh, getting eyes on yeah. pretty recently. Um, yeah. it, it feels like Kirby and Sonic are headed in that similar direction to get themselves back on track, and that's awesome. Uh, but man, Sonic Frontiers had just amazing visuals. Um, if they do this right just a a nice open world like 3D Sonic game, this could be this this could be the thing that like we could be talking about this um like next year if it releases on time for a contender for game of the year. It looks yeah. so good. Um and I can never say enough how much I like their uh, their Sega logo, where it says like Sega across the person's eye.
1: Sega,
0: so good. Um, they had uh, Hideo Kojima introducing Guillermo del Toro, and both of them introducing his new upcoming movie, um, which actually look which actually looks pretty good. Um, have you guys seen the trailer for that? Uh, it has Bradley Cooper in it. Um, Bradley Cooper. Yes, I can't remember the and name of it. It's, it's escaping me. Kate uh, Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Yep. Love that. Um, but it looks really, really good. Uh, Mommy. oh, Willem Dafoe. Daddy, daddy. Um, hey, is that Ron Perlman? This is a star-studded yeah, cast. Ron Perlman's in everything. Right? I mean, Ron Perlman it's a Guillermo. Multi- yep. Nightmare.
2: Zagiraultur. Wow, I can speak. Zagir it's a del toro film so ron perlman's bound to be in it he's hiding somewhere yeah uh
0: but nightmare alley is what it's called it looks really good um it looks really good so you know getting some movie stuff out here as well um they did a few more awards again we'll get to those here in just a bit we're just kind of looking through um for some of those game announcements what do we have here just trying to refresh my memory. Um, oh, they showed off uh, a new DLC coming up for Warhammer Vermintide. Uh, it's Vermintide Two. Um, surrounding Vermintude. Su- surrounding the um, I d- the witch. I think it was the witch class character. Um, mm-hmm. Witch hunter. Yeah, yeah, it was the witch hunter. Um, the the guy that you always hear he ha- he talks like, super righteous uh yeah warrior priest is what it's called yeah. um nice so that's pretty cool that game still ongoing still amazing um, it's pretty cool it's very yeah. fun um oh, crap i can't remember the name of this game i think it's uh, chia um and it's kind of spelled hard yeah there, there's it starts with a t i think the t is silent um Ch-ch-ch-chia. but it has uh it, it stars um uh I, I'm not sure who the character is or what they are um I know there's a lot of customization, but the thing that got me was you can um like I think they call it soul bond into different animals, so you can mm-hmm. soul bond into a bird and then fly as the bird and then jump out of the bird and your character has a bow. And you shoot the bow in midair with slowing down time. Very, it's it's Breath of the Wild for sure. Um, and doing just some fun things like I liked when the character landed on a treetop and was able to rock back and forth in the tree and slingshot themselves off of the tree or yep. sliding down mountains. You can control other different things as well. Like you could inhabit um, like a. At one point, they inhabited a uh, a lantern and flung the lantern off this little ledge toward a group of people and then jumped out of the lantern and shot the lantern before it hit the ground to explode and blow these people up. Very, very cool. Um, it, Another Breath of the Wild, one might say. Yes. So, uh, of course, these games are starting to emerge because um, it's been a bit. Um, up next, they started showing off Justice League. Uh, or, um, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. The first bit of gameplay we've got from that. Did you guys happen to catch that?
1: No. okay um probably not going to be interested unless they really pull a a uh, guardians of the galaxy with it
0: it it looks like it kind of looks like that uh but it's it's interesting i don't know if it's going to be as narrative as that it looks like they're focusing more on like a multiplayer aspect um right
2: this is supposed to be more of like a game as service kind of deal yes
0: um but it does look fun. What I said right when we saw this, they had like a whole segment. I want to see King Shark eat somebody. Um, and they delivered. I was very happy with that. <laughs> um, but just showing all of their, uh, you know, all of the different abilities um, like Deadshot flinging himself into the air and, and sniping people in slow motion. Um, Harley Quinn just being ridiculous. She has like a grappling hook and she's swinging around hitting people king shark just being a tank and uh um and then of course captain boomerang just teleporting and and using a shotgun to kill people like you do um but it looks fun um i i think uh i think i could be i could be interested in this i'm i'm very very excited to see um a bit more uh i don't remember exactly when this comes out but uh, yeah, it's, it, I know for me it's on my radar.
1: All right. Um, I could be swayed, potentially, but... I, I, I just like the traversal. It looks
0: like it could be... Uh, if 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 fun done to right, move around in. Yeah, it could be yeah. just fun to move around in if they give you this big, open, urban environment and it's not these mm. instance things. Right. Yeah, could be great. Um, So... I guess we'll wait to hear a bit more about that. Um, Up next, I think, was uh, that game... What's it called?
1: Forspoken? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this game, up to this point, has been really weird for me. I don't know about you guys. Um, Have you guys... It's been
2: one that I've been really interested in. The concept seems really cool. Just basically Mm -hmm. someone who is... For all intents and purposes, like our modern normal nothing special kind of time frame and then all of a sudden finds herself in like this fantasy world and is capable of doing magic and stuff like that that that's a cool concept to play with
0: yeah story-wise i think that is really fun i think the thing that sets me off on it um is we haven't seen it always seems like the, the character is just out in the middle of nowhere and there's no discernible landmarks around them, and they're just traveling through, like, a desert or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's kind of thrown me off a number of times. Graphically, it looks great, and I do like the the story idea. But in this trailer, we saw a bit more. Um, we saw some kingdoms. We saw, like, dragon appear. We saw invisibility. It looks like ice uh, abilities and fire abilities. Um, at one point, the character for traversal looked like they had a... Uh, like, ice surfboard or, uh, like, skimboard that they were going across water with. Um... Mm -hmm. So, this was really the trailer that, uh, kind of helped sway me a little bit, I think. Um... Yeah, this
1: looks super interesting. Yeah.
0: I, I really like the... I like the theatrics to, like, the, uh, looks like some of the villains with the ridiculous armor and the ridiculous headdress. Um... Yeah, this could be something that, um... It succeeds in scratching an itch that something like Final Fantasy hasn't been able to scratch mm-hmm. um, in, in that newer style Final Fantasy game of course Right, so really cool um, I, I, was, I was very happy to see that uh, what did we have next um, I think we had some Saints Row stuff yeah we did just showing off a bit more gameplay for Saints Row Nothing too crazy. Um, but they are showing a little bit of the more ridiculous stuff. Um, and talking about a, a few of the gangs. They showed a, a playable character in uh, like a taco costume. Like a ma- taco mascot costume. Um, yeah, do. I do like that I'm seeing a lot less purple. Um, that's nice. There's yep, still no a lot of t T-Mobile sales company. Right. Uh, but there's still a lot. Uh, they showed off that they were doing some Nightmare Before Christmas stuff coming to Fall Guys. Um, they Throughout the show, they just kept talking about uh, that Riot Games music uh, thing, uh, Sessions. Hex- I think it's called, they just call it Session. Sessions. Um, it, it's like a free music thing where, um, yeah, it just keeps saying like, Uh, x amount of artists x amount of hours uh or yeah 43 songs 25 artists zero copyright concerns so this is supposed to be music johnny would be great for this because i know he's used it in the past and then got hit with a copyright claim (laughs) um, which is really funny but um even with that copyright claim you're supposed to be able to wiggle your way out of it pretty easily um which any other music which is why we don't play any sort of sounds (laughs) <laughs> during during our shows um yeah. you know it's just dangerous territory it is um but they, they showed that off several times uh they did a few other uh awards um before they got to
1: the uh dune rts teaser trailer it's just a big yep, hand coming back to basics yeah um the original dune like dune 2000 or whatever which actually of course came out in 99 was widely considered the first rts game oh yeah so they started the genre now they're back to reclaim their throne
0: yeah uh called dune spice wars um let's see i don't remember if they gave off an exact date for that you can add it to your wish, I don't think wish list uh, this is early access in 2022 um, okay. so yeah definitely something to keep an eye out for i, I think all of us like rts quite a bit <laughs> um yeah. so yeah uh after that they showed off a bit more they had will arnett and ashley birch out there talking a bit about um tiny Tina's wonderland um yep which yeah i'm ready i'm ready for it um i think that one's slated for february right
2: yeah as far as somewhere it's still up for uh february launch Hell yeah
0: um, so like everything else, like everything
2: else,
0: <laughs> like I think we've seen four things really? that are slated for February twenty second already. Yeah, um, February
2: March is going to be a very busy time.
1: This looks yeah. so fun, though. It's the new holiday season, honestly.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think we talked about that before, where we're like, man, they could really take advantage of you know this like post Christmas, you know, because games usually flounder in this spot. If more companies decided, mm-hmm. let's do a big release. You know that drought during, you know, the summer wouldn't feel as bad. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, here we are. <laughs> um, after that, they showed that interesting game. I can't remember its name, um, but it, it's like uh, little kids. Uh, it, it, they're, I don't know. I don't even know. It, it's like a almost like a oh, Pokemon the game same. with little
2: kids. Yeah. <laughs> were like the trailer went on for like 12 minutes long. and it too long and it had like pretty much every genre of game that you could possibly think of played out in it so it's the new roblox yeah sure
0: yeah um i think it, I, I keep wanting to say it's like doki or something like that um, that's what
1: i, I think you're back. right dookie dookie uh, finally, I've been playing with it for years. <laughs> no, it's finally a game. but the
0: the game does look kind of fun. I, I like the I like the um, you know, like the the wonder that that's that's being kind of had with it. I don't really care for the mm-hmm. dancing portion of it or whatever, but the gameplay that we yeah. have seen looks pretty cool where you know, they're like almost like poke doing Pokemon battles. Um, mm-hmm. traveling around the city. Uh, I think there was like hang gliding and skateboarding, and I think we saw like BMX stuff. Um, uh, but it is a very, very, um, I, I don't know. When I think of like, what if they took a Pokemon thing too far? This is that's what, you come what up I with? think of. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. That, well, let's give them no restrictions, and then, and then that's what we get. Um, up next was a game called Steel Rising don't really remember too much about it I, I think it was like uh, the idea was um, it, it's it's kind of like a Victorian era uh, robotics thing where it's like they nice. the, some of these robots have uh, kind of like a mind of their own and you play a character that looks like the doll from Bloodborne that you level up from um, mm-hmm. and they have this huge like They have a few different weapons. Uh, They have, like, uh, um, Katana's fan blades from Mortal Kombat. They have this big clock that you can literally clock people with. But I really like the, like, articulation that the main character can do. Um, You know, they they can rotate their hand 360, you know, unlike an actual human. Um, So Mm. they can grab people by the head and just spin their arm because it's on, you know like almost like a drill like and mm-hmm. yeah it's just it looks fun that one's coming it says it's uh uh june 2022 we didn't get too much on that to be honest um they showed off that heavy metal um oh yeah metal hellsinger game that's coming out next year oh yeah um which looks cool every time it's doom but every time you shoot uh, yeah i'll raise you one doom it. yeah it's it's more doom than doom
1: more doom and man doom. I was in. waiting for that, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm on a Rob Zombie kick lately.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we have here. I know Reggie came out. Um, I'm trying to see what this game is. Oh, it was Reggie the Star Trek. A game. Me up with joy. Yeah, they have a, an upcoming Star Trek game. I, we, we didn't get too much on it, but I said it's coming spring 2022. Um, it kind of looked like a Bioware game a little bit, like. A previous bio. Yeah, game. I got that vibe a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know what it reminds me of is um, it looks like one of those um, obsidian games that would remind you of a bio yeah. game. Star Trek uh it Really? It. Yeah, it gives me big time obsidian vibes. Yeah. Uh, Reggie came out. He
0: he gave out some awards. Um, and it was super, super awkward, which is what I, the person who accepted it, which is what I really, really expect from these shows. Um, so I'm glad I got my fix. Yep,
1: um, that's what I wanted.
0: After that, they had uh, Iron Galaxy. I think this is their um, like Brawlville game or something like that. Or I don't know. It's like uh, I think it's the game that's like a fighting battle royale game that's super mm-hmm. cartoony and stylized. It looks kind of fun. Um, it it has a lot of like Fortnite. Looks to the characters, like original Fortnite, Fortnite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like it could be fun. Um, if they're doing some play tests, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get on it just to see what what it's like. Because I think oh, it yeah. is interesting to do a fighting game. You know, no guns in a battle royale game, which is is pretty cool. Um, it's kind of like a. I think we talked. You know, I talked about it just a second ago. But it's kind of like Fall Guys, except not a game show. Uh, and, and they had one character uh, do a German suplex to another character off a building. Uh, yeah, it's called Rumbleverse. Pretty cool. So you can sign up for early access now. Uh, I signed up for it. Um, the day that I signed up for it, it was less than 24 hours later. They're like, here's your early access key. Uh, it's tomorrow. That's awesome. And I was like, shit, I'm not going to be... I can't do it tomorrow. Like, it's too quick, man. It's too, it was well too fast,
1: but... Awesome. I appreciate it.
0: They're really on top of it.
1: Hey, they're, you know, they said it was going to be available, and it was. It was available.
0: Um, I ain't going to
1: be a goddamn liar.
0: For sure. Uh, they showed another Plague Tale uh, game.
1: Um, I don't remember what the next two? one is. Uh, where are you trying to... It was probably just more of two, right? I think so.
0: Which, this game always looks good. Yeah, um, it looks amazing oh it says uh, yeah Two is 2 Requiem? Yeah, I think so yeah, coming out next year yeah, yeah sounds right alright um, they showed off uh, Dying Light 2 another February release this one's early February um, right. that's a day one for me I'm really excited for Dying Light 2
1: yeah I'm super excited for Dying Light 2 it's gone through a lot uh huh um, so it's there's definitely like you know it's not a automatic like this is my goatee, like, no questions. Of course. There's definitely questions, but the first one was so fun though. That first one was so fun. You though. have to you have to, like
0: I have to give you have it to that at a chance. least give it a chance. Yeah. yeah, I I like what they're doing. They do different things than um, your typical like zombie game. I I love the traversal. Yeah. I like that some zombies only come out at night and are affected by like UV. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool,
1: um they have like different and unusual behavior, yeah,
0: and they're not just like on the ground like they'll- they'll right. sneak up on you from like crawling from like building tops yep, um very cool um, a lot of interesting stuff going on with that. yeah, they showed off um uh a game called crossfire, um uh, which I think we've seen a ton before it sounds like a uh
1: uh um, yeah, it's like a type it's of. like a famous Korean MOBA or something, right? Yeah, you know, the, like shooter MOBA. The
0: name sounds like uh, Shoba, a,
1: a new Razor, a
0: new type of mouse coming
1: from Razor. Um, it sounds like a new type of Razor coming from you know, <laughs> Gillette. Gillette.
2: The Gillette you know. Crossfire.
0: It yeah, has some really heavy, upbeat music. Um, they showed off Fortnite. Of course, Fortnite's getting a few new things, uh, including Fortnite. the guys from... Um, no, the people, not just guys. I know we saw Marcus Phoenix, but from Gears.
2: Oh, Marcus Phoenix and Kate Diaz.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if Kate Diaz is in it, but they definitely showed Marcus. I remember seeing... She is. And I remember seeing Spider-Man as well.
1: Spider-Man? Just fucking everybody. Folks? Just put them all in. Put them all in. Get them in here there's room for everyone here Um, uh they're just
2: trying to beat uh zuckerberg to the metaverse punch those sons of bitches jim carrey made a metaverse
0: joke in that so watch that jim carrey yeah (laughs) i can't wait to meet you all in the metaverse (laughs) Uh,
2: meet all your avatars in the metaverse (laughs)
0: yeah uh uh, they showed off bloodhunt um which battle royale game but it does have a few other things that
1: are coming to it and it's doing its own thing it's doing for sure yeah
0: um, I, I actually like it. I like the ability to you know, feed on different people on the streets that give you different yep. abilities. It's kind of like kidding yourself out with different weapons like you would in something like Fortnite. Um, yeah. But it's uh, more dark and mysterious. Um, as well, the way you can climb buildings
1: uh, and, and, yeah. and kind of like smoke around. Um, it's part of that big uh, Vampire the Masquerade push. Yes. That's been going on for a couple years now, it seems like. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's fun. Um, this game could rightfully be a lot of fun with uh, a, yep. a, a correct group of people um, saying that that one's coming out spring 2022 but I think if you pop over to their website you can get in on some of their uh, early access their playtesting um, just to see if that's right for you I know I did um, I think I played it like it's probably been like six yep. months or so now but um, even back then it was a lot of fun um they went in and started talking. I think they just pretty much went heavy on, uh, like the awards uh, there for a minute, um, mm-hmm. and you know, just this, this was their moment. Of course, leading up to the big one, which which we're we're still coming up on. Um, what was this next one here? Uh, I know there was a Frostpunk thing that popped up there for a second. I know this isn't mm. it. Too. I think the Frostpunk was coming from... Uh, uh, inside the House? Yeah, it's Inside the House. It's Inside the House. Um, I think that one was coming from um, the like Twitch and Amazon stuff. Uh, but I think this game that they're showing off now was GTFO. Um, saying that it's out of early access. And as of, like, right then, it was out of early access, someone's pressing a button, and it's now... Version 1.0 is officially alive. Yeah. Um, you and I played that. Um, we did. It was weird. It was weird. I think, I, I think it could have been a lot of fun with a full group of people. Yeah. Um, so, not necessarily bad. I like the little bits of storytelling that they were trying to convey because the whole time I was like, what the hell is happening?
1: Yeah. Uh, it ended up just being very difficult to parse, and um, kind of bland a little bit. Yeah, they didn't do. There was not tutorialized at all. Um, yeah, you know, just all stuff that gets better over time. So I'm sure, you know, each time there's a patch, this game's like infinitely better than it was previously. Yeah, yeah.
0: As soon as you uh, start, they lock you in. They lock you into a pod, and you're dropping. You're dropping in. Good luck.
1: You're dropping. Where are we dropping, boys? We're we dropping,
0: boys. Um. All right. Let's see. I think they talked a little bit about Halo, the upcoming um, uh, series. is that coming to HBO Max
2: no Paramount Paramount Plus Plus is where that will be at.
0: yep so he showed off a little bit about that a little bit more about that I feel like
2: every time we turn around
0: we're seeing more about that next thing we know uh, Achilles on stage um, this pot with arms and legs starts waddling its way across the (gasps) stage um, handing him a a note um, and it's uh, just showing some from software stuff uh coming up uh elden ring um i i honestly i didn't want to watch it but i did um just Mm -hmm. so i could talk about it here
1: uh so yeah we've definitely reached the point of elden ring where it's like okay we're so close like i don't need to be sold on it for you know the people that are gonna like it are ready yeah
2: you already have us
0: yeah right and and i am one of those people i'm like i'm good i know i'm gonna like this game um as long as it's smooths, I did play um, uh, Mortal Shell since it was given away PlayStation Plus. Go check out our right. uh, PlayStation, or go check out our monthly podcast.
2: Um, but you I did didn't check play out. Uh, Godfall Challenger Edition. <laughs> no, you were supposed to do that. I thought. No, we all laughed because we knew that I wouldn't.
0: Right, that's true. Um, Not happening. But. Uh, I mean, I'll still give it a shot at some point. Someday. Just not this week. Someday. Not today. Um, yeah. But I played Mortal Shell, and I um, I was like, okay, I kind of see what's going on here. Um, and then they started, I saw my health bar come up, and uh, I'm, I'm fighting, and I'm blocking. That game... Controls like dog shit in comparison. Yeah. In comparison to something like a Souls game, and I immediately i I barely got out of the tutorial, and I was like, "No, no, thank you." Like I, I've played it. I've played a better version of this. Um, so yeah, no, thank you. Try again. Um. All right. Uh. After that. What was this one? I know it was like a big siege going on, because um, I made a like Lord of the Rings. Like a Lord oh, it's still was part still of Elden, Elden Ring? Ring. Oh, this is still part of Elden Ring. You're right. Yep. Elden Ring was long. They showed off quite a bit. Um,
1: the Smeldon Ring.
0: They for some reason showed off a was it Resident Evil Four and the Quest Two, um, where they were pretty much really punching people in the face that were playing. Uh that was kind of cool. <laughs> Love
2: that. Yeah,
0: I'd watch a show about people playing VR and just getting the shit kicked out of them. I'd watch a full movie about or like a full television series about that. That just seems cool. Um so, you know, something to put a pin into and maybe come back. Um yeah. And they got into a lot of uh a lot of other like quick things that they were just kind of showing. They showed off this one game. I don't remember what it was. A, what the game was, like, what it was called. But it had a bunch of different, um, uh, like, controlled, almost... Um, it reminds me of, like, a nanotechnology. Uh, mm-hmm. Where you saw, like, this dude's arm is covered in this, uh, like, metal. And it, like, you know, all fuses together. Um, and it looks cool. And he shoots one of them out. Uh, and this person, this, like, creature materializes and it'll perform an action like it'll snipe people or it'll create like a uh you know another one can create like um, a shield that you can shoot through but no one can shoot you through it um oh yes sync off planet um one that shoots rockets one that's a brute um and it seems like it's going to be like a multiplayer um kind of like a multiplayer uh like who has like you're teaming up with other players whose loadout is going to be the stronger of the loadouts pretty much Mm -hmm. Um, so that looked like something uh, not for me but maybe for somebody Um, and kind of wrapping it up here Um, there's only a few more left what was this one here I remember it looking pretty cool. Uh, it was like a really big open. They're just showing massive open environments, um, mm-hmm. and at, at first they gave off an Atomic Heart vibe because they had like a massive like mech spider. Looked like they mm-hmm. were uh, looked like they were fighting, but it was all okay. in third person. Um, so it looks like it could be like a uh, a battle rail. Uh, okay, so it looks like Earth Defense Force kind of. I think that's the best thing that I can attribute it to. And this spider that they're fighting, they're knocking legs off of it. Um, completely made of metal. And uh, just basically bombing the shit out of it. Um, oh yeah, it was, um, I think it was Ark Riders?
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so that would look pretty cool. It, it looked like a very like militant, third-person, like open... Uh, like open thing. Let, let me look up the actual. Um, let me look up the actual Wikipedia bit about that.
1: Oh, it's Arc Raiders. Might be. Raiders. Okay. It looks like a Atari cassette tape. It does.
0: Yeah. I was like, we got Atari out here. It is a free to play reimagined cooperative action shooter that offers intense. Struggle in every session. Uh, together with your squad, swa- uh, squad, defend our home and resist the onslaught of Ark, a ruthless mechanized threat descending from space. So, yes, it's exactly what it is. It is Earth Defense nice. Force. <laughs> um, nice. But that's that's cool. Earth Defense Force is fun. Um, I'm pretty sure if we were promoting this game, they wouldn't like us to say that. But we're not promoting this game, so we're not. Yeah, definitely not.
1: But we can be bought. It is.
0: Easily. We are cheap. Um, Mm. After that, we talked about the um, Matrix experience. Uh, Keanu uh, Keanu was up there doing a lot of hand gestures. Um, So, you know, that's fun. Uh, After that, I think they did their last big musical performance, just doing some music from literally each of the big nominees uh, for the year. Yeah. and let's take a look at those nominees. Um, just go to. Game of the here at the top. Uh, no, they just literally. it's just, <laughs> it's just, the, just, just, just the winner. It's just um, winners. So uh, the uh, it, it was it was um, Resident Evil, Death Loop, Ratchet and Clank. Um, it takes two. It's two more crap. Obviously, those two aren't the winners. Um, All right, big Let's king. see. Nominees. There we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Um, nope, that's not exactly what I wanted, but I tried. Uh, let me scroll to the bottom here. So definitely have it. Yeah. Um, Deathloop, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. Um, and it takes two and the winner was actually kind of a surprise i i kind of expected it to go to like ratchet and clank i really wanted it to mm-hmm. go to psychonauts too because i always want to see tim schafer win stuff uh, but it was it takes two we got justa ferris on stage as much as jeff Keeley tried to make sure he wasn't on stage uh for this whole thing so that was fun he can't be stopped he's simply too powerful he's simply too powerful <laughs> um Best Game Direction went to Deathloop. Best Narrative went to uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Best Art Direction, also Deathloop. Uh, best Music and Score went to Near Replicant. Uh, best Audio Design went to uh, Forza Horizon 5. Best Performance, of course, we already talked about Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil. Games for Impact was Life is Strange True Colors. Best Ongoing, Final Fantasy 14, of course. Uh, best Indie was Kina Bridge of Spirits. Uh, best mobile yeah. Genshin Impact um, best community support again Final Fantasy fourteen innovation and in accessibility was a resounding Forza Horizon for having literally Good. a someone uh, signing the entire game to people which is incredible genius best AR VR Resident Evil 4 uh, best action Returnal best action adventure Metroid Dread best role playing Tales of Arise best fighting Guilty Gear um, get the year strive. Yeah. Uh, best family, It Takes Two. Again. Uh, best sim strategy game went to Age of Empires 4 uh, Best sports racing game was Forza Horizon. Best multiplayer was It Takes Two. Uh, content creator of the year uh, was a uh, content creator named Dream. Uh, best indie debut, Kino Bridge of Spirits. Uh, player's voice, Halo Infinite. Most anticipated for the second, maybe third year in a row, Elden Ring. Um, mm-hmm. Best esports, League of Legends, like there's anything
1: else. Yeah, good um, luck with ever trying to conquer that. Best
0: esports athlete, team, coach, um, an esports event. Uh, the esports event was a league, uh, league of Legends World Championship, of course. Of course. Worlds. Um, and then a bunch of people that I do not really know for coach, team, and esports nice. athlete. But that is the oh, wrap-up. Of the Game Awards, uh, we'll be doing something similar. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure exactly when we do. We usually have been doing it the uh, last uh, last of the year, um, yeah. but since uh, we have um, the way the days kind of fall, I think it could be good to record that episode uh, talking about our Game of the Year on the second, and it'll mm-hmm. of course release on. January 3rd uh, for our podcast listeners. I think that's probably our best day. That'll give us um, a couple weeks here just to get our uh, true thoughts. We're still playing through some stuff. You said you were, you know Austin, you said you were playing through Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Mm -hmm. Give me some time to sit down check out some Halo, check out some Guardians hopefully. Um, I know I've put a lot of time (laughs) into
1: uh, Far Cry which is definitely not a game of the year for me. Um, Yeah. That's something I'm still getting ready to start. I have it's all installed. It's ready to roll. Just I can't muster up the willpower to do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is a good like break time game too, because like there's just so much to do for sure. That it's right.
0: It, it's you know. it's a comfort. I think I called it a comfort food. That's pretty much what it is. You know yep. what you're gonna get. You know
1: what it is. Yep. Yep.
0: Um. And and it's cool. I like what they're doing. I like what they build. Um, uh, just narrative-wise, it's um, it, it's fun, um, and seeing that, you know, them doing that while doing these things that you really expect is is pretty cool. Yeah. But out of this game of the year list, you guys, do you guys agree? Do you disagree? Um, uh, you it is definitely
1: else? an interesting pick, um, especially with the legal. Stuff that we just talked about in the last
2: episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, maybe this will help their legal it's kind of case a threat. Then. Or yeah. you know. it could be
1: worse than that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess it could because it's like, oh, they're definitely they're definitely look, they're definitely stealing our yeah our attention and shit. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Uh, take two and a half can grow up and deal with it. Yeah, literally. I agree. Um, personally, I'm good with uh, it takes two. I this is a game I've not personally played it because yeah, definitely don't have anything against it. For sure. Um. I haven't. I don't have. Haven't had someone to play it with, but mm. I've seen. This came out in what August.
1: That sounds right. Uh, something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've seen just like nothing but good things about this game probably yep. since launch, and it's something that has been oh, it was March. kind of in the. F- oh, it was in March. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, I feel like I've been hearing about this game all year round. I feel like this is something yep. that uh, a lot of people have been getting into just as this year has been going on and a lot of people have been having fun takeaways with it, especially given the fact that it is requiring you to play co-op with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um I I think that's just by that regards it's very innovative in how in comparison to what a lot of games nowadays that are multiplayer where you can still they they kind of push for like a lot of single-player aspects in the multiplayer of it this one here is almost kind of like a portal 2-esque kind of situation where portal 2 a lot of people love because of the co-op that you could do with it and here mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of innovative puzzles with someone else and you're forcing to work together and stuff a lot like what the protagonist or like the main characters in this game are doing they're in the middle of a divorce and now they're finding themselves in this situation in which they have to work together, and in doing so, hopefully, maybe rekindling their relationship or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, I really wanted, and I have yet to play um, Psychonauts Two. Uh, I really wanted that to win, but out of these, the one that I played the most is definitely Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, you know, telling. Uh, what about? I... Us?
2: oh go for it
1: yeah i don't I mean like my personal game of this year is uh crusader kings 3 so it's not fair <laughs> um also it came Spoiler. out last year so you know it's i have to kind of think of okay what is what have i really been interested in this time around you know and it's i don't know i'm i'm definitely still debating it and thinking about it and on this list i haven't really played a lot of the stuff that came out this year this was kind of a this year was kind of a miss for me okay so yeah i mean and, and we have that i have to think about we it we definitely
0: have that from time to time you know i, I think yeah. we've had that previously uh just between us like hey look at all yeah. these games on the list I, I played a couple of them off this list um but i spent a lot of time playing this game here specifically That's not even on the list mm-hmm
2: um so, for me i didn't play any of the nominees at least for game of the year there are some exactly. games that i would probably in when we discuss this in our uh, later podcast when we do our own personal game of the year mm. my list of like nominations will probably be different from what this was for sure but yeah. that's mostly because i haven't played any of the ones that were nominated here And that's just the reason why and I don't feel comfortable speaking on something that I haven't played. Or advocating for something that I haven't personally tried yet. So what we usually do
0: is we talk about our game of the year. Hey, for me specifically, Jay, I loved this game. I played it the most. This was the one for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And then after that, you know, everyone kind of talks about theirs. And then after that, we objectively decide what, looking at it, even though we may not have played it. Like...
1: Yeah, this what was, game the best
2: game was wh- this. yeah? What when you think of 2021? What game do you associate it with? Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So that that's and I think usually- I have some I, Yeah, I think I have some ideas of what I can do for that. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'll take a little bit of time here, and I might try to pick up maybe a couple other stuff um, and like towards Christmas for a sale or something like that. Some stuff that I've had my eye on, but we'll see how it goes. Awesome Kind Bridge of Spirits Is something that I've had my eye on And Deathloop yep. Is another Same one Same thing yeah. yeah
1: Oh I forgot I had Deathloop too <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Alright guys It's a weird year
0: That is That's the show though um, It was a long one uh, Like I said we Went through those Kind of sour things In the beginning And then got into uh, Game of the year It's just kind of Celebrating um, Even though it feels A little skewed uh, Some of the things yeah. uh, You know Some of the best things Of the year so it is always good to see that. Um, you know, look look around. Go take a look and see who some of the nominees were um, and let us know. You can head right over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games, Inc. Um, let us know what you think your game of the year was. Chat with us about, you know, some of the things we didn't even get to talk about here first. Um, and then as well on Twitter. Might actually be better on Twitter at mammoth games, Inc. Let us know who you uh what your game of the year is try to convince us Mm what why that's your game of the year and why it should be our game of the year we'll see and why
2: is it godfall challenger edition
0: (laughs) jesus christ
2: (laughs) you can't escape it you can't you can can. try
0: but you will not get away (laughs) all right before mammoth games inc i am one of your hosts jay with me this week austin yep and brian Brian. yarp have a good one guys